welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Monday, November 16th. Stock started the week strong. Early this morning, Moderna released its COVID vaccine results. The vaccine showed a 94.5% efficacy rate. Is this vaccine better than the one we saw released last week from Pfizer? You know, I'm no scientist, but 94.5% efficacy sounds a whole lot better than 90%, that's for sure. So the market sold Pfizer off on this news as Moderna's study achieved important feats that Pfizer could not. The study enrolled more than 30,000 participants and achieved some remarkable results, as we mentioned, 94.5% efficacy. There were no significant safety concerns reported, and the vaccine was generally well tolerated. The majority of adverse events were seen as mild or moderate in severity. So Moderna will submit this data from the full phase three study to a peer-reviewed analysis where we should get more specific data. They'll submit for an emergency use authorization with the FDA in the coming weeks. And the sneakiest winning aspect of this vaccine, the real difference maker here, is that it could be stored and handled using existing infrastructure. This is the important part. Pfizer's vaccine has to be stored at negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit, making widespread distribution of the vaccine much more difficult. Moderna's vaccine can be stored around negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit for a month, which is much more attainable when thinking about logistics and getting this across the nation and eventually the world. It's a huge positive that we're hearing promising vaccine data, but let's talk about the timeline. What's a realistic goal for getting a vaccine into the public? So Bank of America weighed in on this topic today following the announcement of Moderna's successful trial. So expecting the emergency use authorization to be granted in the coming weeks and approval potentially before the end of 2020. From here, it will take a bit longer to obtain full BLA approval, which is the FDA granting permission of a product for interstate commerce. Because Moderna's vaccine can be stored at such drastically higher temperatures than Pfizer's, the anticipation is Moderna's vaccine will be available much sooner. There will be early vaccine distribution at high risk groups and frontline workers, but we're looking at widespread distribution by mid-2021, most likely. Sticking with the COVID topic, looks like we're seeing more lockdowns as case counts increase by the day. We've had over a million new cases in the past week, and now California just announced lockdown measures. What's going on in the Golden State? Last week, we heard from New York and Chicago governors to cancel Thanksgiving. Today, Governor Gavin Newsom pulled the e-brake on the state's reopening, putting 94% of Cali residents in the purple, which is the most restrictive tier. 41 of the state's 58 counties are now in the purple versus just 13 last week. So he's, he's strengthening the mask mandate, ordering them to be worn statewide outside the home. Restaurants can only offer outdoor dining. All businesses can only offer 25% capacity. So tough times for Cali residents. How did the markets trade today on this vaccine news? D- did we see similar rotation we saw in Pfizer's announcements last Definitely. Monday? The Dow Jones was the strongest indices and industrial plays were the big winners like Boeing and Honeywell. We once again saw a strength in financials, basic materials, REITs, travel and energy stocks. The work from home stocks like Etsy, Zoom, Peloton, even Amazon showed relative weakness. The main difference today was we didn't see the work from home stocks get slaughtered like we did last week. They're relatively weak, but they held up a lot better this time around. There's huge strength in chip stocks today, which helped the NASDAQ a ton. This was related to Qualcomm receiving U.S. permission to sell 4G chips to Huawei, the Chinese company the Trump administration had previously barred doing any business with. So there are also some big sector upgrades within chip stocks as well. Barron's was saying Micron could double from here. Other than that, the rotation was very similar to what we saw in the beginning of last week. 
We got Berkshire Hathaway's 13F after the close. What does it look like Buffett is backing? So it looks like Warren is making bets on some big drug makers after disclosing stakes in AbbVie, Bristol-Myers, Merck, and Pfizer. They also revealed a new stake in T-Mobile, which seems to be how Buffett is planning on playing the 5G introduction. He completely exited Costco and reduced stakes in the banks across the board. Wells Fargo, JP Morgan, PNC, M&T Bank, all reduced. Uh, he also added some Snowflake, the high valuation software IPO, but it seems like Warren is pretty bullish on anything pharma heading into 2021. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we've got for today. But coming later this week, we'll see earnings from the big box retailers like Home Depot, Target, and Walmart. We'll catch up with you tomorrow after right, hours. See then. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.